You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Once upon a time, the retail investment world was a quiet, rather pleasant place where a small, distinguished group of trustees and asset managers devised prudent portfolios for their well-heeled clients within a very narrowly defined range of high-quality debt and equity instruments. Fast forward to today and financial innovation and the rise of the investor class has certainly changed all of that and one innovation that has gained traction over the last uh, while as a supplement to traditional retail and institutional portfolios is the investment class broadly known as structured products or structured notes. Now structured products offer retail investors easy access to derivatives. Now the D word scares a lot of people. Warren Buffett once called the instruments uh, financial weapons of mass destruction. So we're going to look under the hood of these uh, structured instruments with a particular focus on their applicability in diversified retail portfolios, certainly at times like these where we see so much market uncertainty thanks to the impact and societal impacts of COVID-19. I'm joined now by Brian McMillan, who's a financial products head in Vestec, uh, corporate and institutional banking. Melissa Dyer, uh, managing director at Harbour Wealth and Daryl Hannington portfolio manager at Anchor Capital. Now, financial instruments are often drenched in complexity, and I think uh, a vehicle that has received its fair share of criticism in this, uh, in this front is structured product, and it's resulted in consumers and some advisors too finding it difficult to have a clear view of how the product works and consequently if they can't understand it they don't sell it and how to incorporate them effectively within a portfolio. Brian you really are the guru when it comes to what's under the hood. Uh, what are structured investment products? The structured investment products is is basically a combination of, of the two things that you mentioned earlier that uh, asset managers used to do uh, pushed into one particular product and that is um, debt instruments um, mixed in with an equity component. And, and we put those two together in one particular product in such a way that the investor gets the benefits of uh, bond-type investments uh, where you can be assured of getting your capital back in most cases, uh, just, uh, provided there's no credit-type events, and then uh, providing it with the best part of equity which is the ability of equities to outperform uh, interest rate markets. So you have the upside of equity markets and the capital protection of, of bonds on the one side. And that really is what makes them so attractive is they give you that downside protection as well as uh, upside or, or capital protection, uh, as you call it. You, you mentioned the risk of a credit event. The, and that obviously relates to the issue of these products remaining solvent over the life of the product. Just uh, expand on that idea. Who are the issuers generally here and how likely sure. are credit type events? Uh, Sure. So, Michael, I think that's why you see uh, structured products only being issued by banks. Uh, certainly in South Africa, we've only seen issuance by banks, uh, some large insurance companies as well, because uh, when you actually purchase one of these, uh, it might be for a three-year period or a five-year period, what you're looking for is who will be there in three or five years to pay me that money back that they've promised me. Uh, and that's where a bank or an insurer comes, comes into play. Uh, our particular products are mostly written off the Investec Bank balance sheet, uh, senior unsecured debt. So essentially, uh, very much like putting money on deposit with a bank. 
And that's the case with most of the banks in South Africa. Melissa, from your vantage point at Harbour Wealth, uh, I know a lot of IFAs uh, tend to shy away from structured products. And as I said in my introduction, very often it is also because of a lack of understanding some of the complexity around these products. How have you found uh, structured products and the market here in South Africa? You've hit the nail on the head. You know, the problem, Michael, with structured products is that it's not the usual vanilla unit trusts or shares. So. As an advisor, as an IFA, you do need to upskill a bit on, on exactly what Brian McMillan has spoken about, about the, the, you know, what ultimately are the components of the structured product. But you have to do it because these things are so fantastic for when you are building um, and monitoring and maintaining a financial plan for a client. Um, because I can't lie, sometimes it's almost like cheating. You know, If you can give your client a capital guarantee, plus sometimes a geared upside on if you think the markets, the returns you're going to be expecting from markets going forwards are going to be flat. Um, and you get this predetermined outcome after fees. It helps in terms of an IFA when we are planning for our clients, because now you actually know various scenarios. If this happens, this is the outcome my client's going to get after fees. So it gives you a lot more concrete um, information to work on. Um, and to be honest as well for clients, I mean, these, as Brian and Daryl know, are offered both in local currency and offshore. So if, if we look, um, I can actually give you an example. Last year, we built a lovely bespoke uh, model with, with Brian's team at Investic for our clients at Harbour. And there what we did is we looked at the FTSE 100, which is the UK stock market. Um, and what we thought is, you know, markets had run hard at that time. Obviously, none of us knew COVID was lurking. Um, and we thought, you know, if you're looking forward over the next three, which is three years, three to five years, you know, you don't think that those returns are going to be continued in that same magnitude that mm. we did, we'd experienced them leading up to the, the strike date. So what we did there was build a very simple product to say, give us your money in hard currency. UK index is just flat or slightly up. You get a predetermined coupon rate every year which is fantastic. So that just keeps rolling up. And if I look today, I actually had a few reviews this morning. We all know the markets are down, so the FTSE is down, but that's why this product is so important for clients because they've got the full capital protection. They haven't uh, breached the barrier rate, which is where you protect the, the capital until. But I know that even if the market stays flat for three years, my clients, our clients are gonna get a solid dollar return because their coupon just keeps accumulating and that's where the, the bond-like qualities of this instrument uh, comes to the fore. Daryl, from your vantage point, how do you find uh, these products in terms of the flexibility they give you in constructing a diversified portfolio? Obviously, you're not going to take clients' uh, money and put everything into structured products. How do you use them? How do you think about using structured products at times like these in particular, where we've seen markets run pretty hard, the comeback from the March lows has been nothing short of spectacular. I don't think many people would have seen um, the recovery being quite as swift and dramatic as it has been. But we still see valuations. In the U.S., for example, the tech sell-off last week means valuations are a concern in that sector. There's a lot of uncertainty uh, in this market. How are you thinking of using a structured-type product to help smooth some of that uncertainty and volatility? Michael, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing right now for global wealth managers to build a balanced portfolio. 
Um, people are feeling a little bit nervous about equity market valuations. And the difficulty facing wealth managers around the world at the moment is that the traditional alternatives to equities are, are close to, well, let's not call them uninvestable, but pretty unattractive. Historically, where investors are feeling uncomfortable about equity market uh, valuations, you simply de-risk by you know, kind of buying uh, listed bonds uh, globally. And in our view, listed bonds and the yields that they offer are, are altogether unattractive. And so the benefit that you get from alternative assets like structured products is 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 debt is is diversification um, melissa referred to the ability to still participate in equity-like returns um, in sideways to even downwards trending markets which depending on where you sit on the camp of equity market valuations and returns over the next three years can be quite attractive and then for certain investors what these structured products give you is the sleep easy factor you know that you have a defined outcome, sometimes with capital protection, sometimes without, over a period of time. That provided the product does what it says and ticks what it does what it says on the box, you know that in a one, three, or five-year period, your outcome has already been determined. So, so great diversifier in a very difficult market to create diversification from traditional asset classes. What about the liquidity issue, Brian? Uh, because we know you, you have to remain invested until the strike. Uh, is liquidity a massive concern? And have we seen any innovation here in terms of a secondaries market uh, so that investors could, if they have to, trade out of these instruments? Yes. Um, so, Michael, over the last 20 years that structured products have been around, um, that has probably been the biggest change in that uh, most of our structured products are listed on the JSE nowadays, and, and we make an active market in those on a daily basis. So while you might buy a product that um, ideally you would want to hold to term, we all know that people have different needs for that money over, over time. And the ability to provide the investor with uh, an active market where they can get out at a fair level has be, been one of the biggest uh, drivers, I think, of um, advisors being comfortable to, to offer those to their clients. So we offer that daily market, and that, that could be made up of um, you know, the current price of the bond and the current price of, of the equity market that it's covering. And the two of those together uh, then make up the, the price that we're able to offer on a daily basis. So sometimes, you know, the investor could get back less than they actually invested, but that's because they're exiting early. Uh, in most cases, if the, the market has risen and uh, the underlying market that, that this is covering, uh, be able to take advantage of some of the gains mm. in that. Is there anywhere for investors, retail investors, to historically track the performance of these products to see how many times they have delivered uh, in terms of what they say on the, on the can uh, versus how many times they, they've failed to deliver to help build confidence, as I said uh, earlier, when things are complex, you tend to find risk-averse uh, investors staying away? Yes. So, um, as I said, we, we list most of our products on the exchange, so there is price history nowadays. Uh, we provide uh, the market with a monthly fact sheet, which shows the returns relative to to the underlying market that it's covering. Um, and over the years that, that we've done, um, we've never had the case where uh, any of our structured products that have been issued to the market have given back less than the full capital protection. Uh, in, in most cases, um, above 90%, in fact, the investors have received 
some sort of positive return. But again, because we don't run on a, a model that is continuous like the uh, unit trusts are, we aren't able to to show you know returns over three and five years because each product has a different term to, to maturity and starts at a different date and ends at a different date. Mm. But certainly over the last 20 years, we haven't had the case where investors have actually lost money in these particular products. Melissa, is the structured product market in South Africa, would you say it's still in its nascency? Is it starting to gain broader acceptance amongst uh, IFAs and clients out there? When you sit down and have this conversation with one of your clients, do they say, uh-uh, I don't want to be anywhere near derivatives because of Warren Buffett and what he said about them being weapons of mass destruction. Just take me through that conversation. Sure, Michael. No, you, the, the funny thing is that the clients are very open to it because I'm sure Daryl does the same. At Harbour, we really break it down. So you try to explain to a client exactly in layman's terms what the risk is that he's taking on. So, you know, we may ex explain to them that for sure your capital is protected, but you do have to understand that you are taking on the issuer risk. So as Brian mentioned, make sure that the bank that you partner with for the duration of this uh, product is going to be there to honor their guarantees at the end of the term. Um, but besides that, clients are keen because as Dale mentioned earlier, the alternatives are not that attractive. Um, if you're looking at a vanilla portfolio or in terms of especially an SA equity type portfolio, you'd much rather look for a structured product include, you know, inclusion to try and give you some kind of capital protection, but also with some geared upsides. So if you look at an industry as a whole, I would say that we still are small as a percentage of overall, especially retail flows into, the, into this market, um, but it's growing. And the reason for that is that as IFAs, we're now able to access them easier and easier. So with Brian and the team at Investec um, and a few other banks who are issuing, we can now um, you know, include those structured products into our clients' portfolios, either via stockbroking account or via various platforms. Um, so for us at Harbor, for example, we make use of Wealthport's technology, where in a single client's uh, portfolio, whether it be a living annuity, retirement annuity, we can now use um, a structured product, a unit trust, an ETF. And that means that at a financial advisor level, we control the liquidity. Uh, because we can obviously package and use cash flow strategy for our clients where suddenly a three or five year term, you know, goes by in a blink of an eye. And it's not a, a worry mm. for a client to lock in their capital in order to get the benefits that structured products bring. That's an important point uh, too, Daryl. The, the investment uh, from a retirement planning and a, and a tax perspective, is it optimal for those two um, uh, parts of financial planning in particular? So, so those are key considerations. And I think the reality is, you know, depending on the nature of the underlying product, you would structure those products accordingly um, to try and, you know, obviously maximize the after-tax benefit. And to add to what Melissa said is I think that at the moment you ignore structured products at your own peril um, when putting, um, you know, proposals forward for ultra high net worth individuals and high net worth individuals. Because the adoption of structured products um, from some of the, you know, bigger family offices, particularly in Europe, is becoming a lot more prevalent. And so for our clients that are being wooed all of the time from, from some of these big family offices overseas, um, the use of structured products in a diversified global portfolio um, is becoming, uh, you know, is come to the fore and, and you need to understand what else is out there and, and be able to at least present to your clients 
clients before before others do. And what is that typical return profile that you're looking at, uh, looking at here? I mean, if it if it's got a debt and equity like component, uh, I would imagine it's got to do better than what you're getting on uh, the government bond at just over ten percent right now. Well, well, it depends, Michael. Um, obviously, you you talk about your rand returns and your dollar returns, but let's just talk to you know, follow on from Melissa's point. You know, the good old days of South African equity market returns from five or, or, or so years ago, fifteen percent plus, seem like a distant memory. And a lot of these local structured products, because of the interest rate differential between South Africa and a lot of the developed markets, um, these local structured products in RANDs that are referencing offshore indexes can offer very attractive uh, RAND return profiles, you know, in the region of 15, 20, perhaps even higher if there's a level of gearing. Um, so, so including these, uh, you know, for the long-suffering South African equity, um, you know, investors uh, is, is well worth considering. And I know, Brian, they, uh, there's, um, it's just like a good car. They, there's no single car, but it's also about um, whether or not you, you're buying uh, that car at the right uh, price. Uh, there's obviously a fee to pay for this. So what is the typical fee structure or fee component uh, of, a, of a structured product? Uh, and then take me through some of the um, typical kinds of structured products that we tend to see here in the South African market. Sure. So um, one of the, the advantages of the structured product is that uh, when we're, we're putting it together, we would build in the advisor fee into the product so that an investor who invests, for example, a million rand knows that uh, the, the fees are worked into it. They're very open and, and the, um, the investor can see it. We pay those fees across to the advisor. And at the end of the term, the investor would get back at a minimum uh, for a capital guarantee product, that million rand. So it's, they receive a net of all fees. Those fees are typically around uh, about between 50 and 75 basis points per annum. So they, they compare very favorably with what the asset management market is. And indeed, uh, buying and selling of shares from a brokerage perspective. Uh, so from that point of view, we're very open. Uh, all of the information has to be disclosed. And uh, we're, we're quite happy the, the model that shows us, um, you know, the investor sees what they get, what returns they would get predefined when they actually make the investments. And the types of products, I know you get auto calls and income products and uh, uh, growth products that are market linked. What do we tend to see in South Africa? Sure. So, um, you know, Michael, over the last five years, and uh, as Daryl mentioned, uh, as the South African market has not performed, um, we used to do a lot of products over, for example, the top 40 index. Those have tended to fall away, and we now really concentrate on um, offshore markets. So we link a lot of our products to the S&P 500, uh, to the, the FTSE 100, and to the Euro stocks. Um, and that's one of the benefits is you get that kind of diversification. We can link it in many different currencies as well. Uh, but the, the real advantage is, you know, when we're setting out to put a product together, which we do roughly every uh, six to eight weeks, is we will, we will be speaking to our advisors, getting feedback from them, and then tailoring that view to where we are in the market at the moment. So two, three years ago, we were providing products that offered you geared upside to the S&P 500, for example. And those products are now expiring and have done extremely well because, you know, if you had, a, when we talk about gearing, we say if the index went up uh, 30%, 
you would get a 60% return because you were two times geared. Where we are in the current market um, scenarios is where the market is very high and, and feels very toppy is where we've switched to more auto call type products, as you mentioned, which give you a return or digital products, which give you a return if the index is flat or positive. And that return might only be something uh, in US dollars, for example, the current one we have, 8% per annum in US dollars if the index is flat or positive. Now, after three years' uh, time, if the index is flat or positive, um, you would get a 24% return, three times 8%. The index itself might be up 40% at that time if the index has done very well, but you are capped at that point. But similarly, you know, the index could actually um, go sideways for a number of years and in three years' time end up only 1% and you've got a 24% return. So we're really trying to to tailor it to what our advisors are telling us, what their views are on the market. And then we, we can tailor our products to provide um, those kind of returns that people are looking for. And auto calls, as far as I'm aware, can actually um, mature before uh, their scheduled maturity date. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so the, the auto call is, is a, a kind of structured product that, that kind of fitted a need um, after the financial crisis where um, markets had just fallen, people were unsure of, of investing in, in equity markets and uh, as Daryl mentioned, interest rates had fallen to such a low level that there were no real returns in bonds. And one of the, one of the structured products um, downfalls is that it has this fixed term and the auto call spoke to that because although it's a five-year product, each year we would look at the index and say, is it flat or positive? If it is, uh, it expires, and then you could enter in a new one um, or, or use the money in a, a different part of the market. Um, if it's down, it continues to year two or year three or, or continues. So it really gave you that, that flexibility where you had a, a five-year product, but it could end after one, two, three, four or five years. Very interesting. Uh, Melissa, as we wrap up, we've got about two minutes left. Uh, what are some structured products that you're having a look at uh, at the moment that uh, really dovetail with what Brian was saying at, uh, at these levels? I think investors are concerned that uh, one or two little things need to happen for uh, the bottom to come out of this phenomenal recovery that we have seen. Yes. Um, so, Michael, uh, Brian's mentioned the, the structured product that Investex currently got open to call um, locally. Um, we are waiting, Brian, for offshore, please. We have a need for direct offshore, <laughs> please, some new structured products. Um, but, Michael, we also, the other bank, the Red Bank ABSA, we've busy got a, another structured product open locally for our clients as well, where we are giving our clients a five-year term on the money, 100% capital guarantee. So, as Brian mentioned, it's the same as, you know, having a money market fund with ABSA. Um, and we're tracking an offshore indice. So we get to give our clients four times the return of that offshore indice up to a maximum cap of 20%. So you literally need the index to do 4% in dollars. With the gearing in RAND, we can give our clients a return of 16% after all fees in RAND per year with a 100% capital guarantee. Um, so that's filling a nice need for us at the moment, especially with our clients locally who are very um, risk averse currently and you know have got through the financial planning cycle and cash flow analysis we're happy to to use that five-year term um, so that's the one we busy um, 
incorporating into our, our um, investment strategy currently. I think CPI uh, plus uh, 12 is certainly nothing to sneeze at at the moment. Daryl, yeah. what are you looking at? Michael, yes. So I think the reality is that in an upwards trending equity market, and I make specific reference to offshore markets, a lot of these products actually haven't been tested yet, in my opinion. So obviously, auto calls call when the market is flat or going up. What we haven't tested yet is what happens if the markets trend sideways or even downwards. And so the auto call product, the attractiveness of it for, for us is the ability firstly to be called before term, because in my life, liquidity is incredibly important and in my client's life, but, but, but still to participate potentially in equity market returns in an event that the equity market doesn't give you those returns. So we're using a lot of the autocall products offshore. And then also with regards to the sleep easy factor, there are products out there. Um, Investec have just launched one in dollars that give you full capital protection in dollars over a five-year term. You get 1.1 times the underlying index. So, so you know, you're not you know limiting any potential mm -hmm. upside there. You're giving yourself a little bit of gearing, but most importantly, when you're headed to the pillow at night, you're going to sleep and not worrying about what the S&P or NASDAQ are trading on in that particular night. Yeah, much like Warren Buffett has changed his view on tech and most recently gold. Um, I think uh, he might be changing his view yep. on derivatives uh, used in this in instance uh, in structured products uh, as well. Uh, fascinating conversation with Daryl Hannington, Big Bird of uh, Anchor Capital, Brian McMillan, uh, Financial Products, uh, Investing Corporate and Institutional Banking, and Melissa Dyer, Managing Director at uh, Harbour Wealth.